Yeah, test, test. Hello? <laughs> it's going to be so loud. It actually picks up really well. Okay. Let's see. It's like a little mini one. Yeah, it's very cute. There's a cute backstory to this about my brother giving it to me and us being dorkily inspired by Nardwar, this artist that um, uses a big microphone and dresses like crazy plaids and um, like a Scottish hat with a tassel on top and everything. And then back in the 80s and 90s, he started interviewing rappers and he like couldn't be more opposite from them. Anyway, he's hysterical, but what he does is like this deep research on people and mm -hmm. finds out stuff that like they thought would never, ever, ever come like to the light. I don't know how he does it, but he shocks people and they're like, uh, that's not the point of my interview style to like catch people off guard in an awkward situation, but people yeah. now seek him out because they love his style. Nice. Yeah. Hi. Hello. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. It's so nice to be here with you. I know, seriously. Do it's we been need? Way let's too move long. you. We can move this anywhere. Let's okay, get you yeah, out, just of a little bit. out of the yeah. sun. Out of the sun. This is Sorry. not supposed to be an uncomfortable situation. Oh, yeah, that would be better. Exactly. The sun will be moving. We will be chasing. I mean, it feels amazing to have sun like this in April, but. I know. We're enjoying it. Okay, so what's your name? My name is Nicole Caldwell. Caldwell. Yes. <laughs> That's a new name for me to know you by. I know. What yep. was your maiden name? Azevedo. Azevedo. My yep. little Nicole Azevedo. Yeah. <laughs> and. Yeah, it's weird to say Nicole Caldwell now. I'm still getting used to it. Yeah. How long ago did you get married? Ten months. Ten months Yesterday ago, you was became ten a Caldwell. Months. Yep. Yesterday. Or two days ago. Today's the eighth. Did you celebrate your anniversary? <laughs> yes, today's a, two days ago. Um, I mean, I wrote like a cute little note that said, Happy 10 months. Can you please put the chicken in the fridge before you leave? Because it was defrosting. <laughs> That's how perfect. we celebrated. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Don't no, fuck up the chicken. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the yeah, joys. Yeah, no, there'll be plenty of celebrating this weekend, so. Oh, yeah, for the wedding. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, so cute little Cody. Um, describe our environment right now. We're sitting in Seal Beach at my little apartment um, in our little patio area just hanging out. The sun's out. It's starting to get a little bit warm but not too warm where we're sweating so it feels good still. I'm sweating. Oh, okay. But I've been up. Well, I'm not but <laughs> yeah, you've been up longer than me. Also, I'm experimenting with not wearing deodorant anymore. Oh. I'm using like some Palo Santo oil. Cool. I was like, oh, is this what I smell like? I like, and it's not like bad. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm. I mean, I. It's not bad for me. I don't know how it is for you. But I I'm like, oh God. Things. When's the last time I smelled myself without deodorant? Like, I just want to hide away. Don't smell me. It'll be terrible. <laughs> so no shame in this oh. game. Yeah, it's such a beautiful day out. It's Friday. It's like real warm. It's like perfect in the shade. Like yes. almost not. It's almost. It's almost too warm. And it's what nine o'clock in the morning. It's gonna be amazing. Yes, nine thirty to be exact. <laughs> oh, I love your precision. <laughs> so tell the listeners how we know each other. Well, um, we used to work together at Revolve when we were working 
on um, Girlfriend together on the denim brand launching it. So I walked in as a little intern. Um, you're still in, in my phone college. as intern. Nice. I love it. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. the inside joke. Um, it's okay. You're sage denim in my phone, so <laughs> it works out. My phone does denim in all caps, no matter really? how you yeah, always. Oh. I don't know what the fuck. It's just like I've taught it too well. <laughs> but yeah, I was a little. I was just interning my last semester of college, or looking for an internship, mm-hmm. and then I had crossed paths with whoever from Revolve, and then I just ended up. Being there, and then I guess you guys liked me enough to keep me around for a while, so... I've kept you around for a long-ass while. I know, I know. So, yeah, we kind of just worked together ever since then, and then... We built a couple brands together. And now all of those other semi-scrupulous people have faded to the distant past, and you and I are still here. (laughs) I know, I know. It's It's nice to, like, have somebody, or at least one person. I mean, we were talking about this yesterday, like... The fashion industry is just full of so many fake people, and it's nice to, like, actually have a relationship with somebody where it doesn't feel like a face value thing. Like, yeah, it, it's a little bit deeper. It's more, I mean, we've been through so much together, um, whether it's denim or Paris Fashion Week or whatever. Yeah, when's you know, the last... motorcycle accident. Oh, yeah. I've seen you through hell and back, so... Oh, my God. Tell them the story about pushing me through the airport in the wheelchair <laughs> <laughs> on our way to Paris Fashion yeah. Week. Literally, you got in the accident, like, what, three, three days, days before, before we had to fly to Paris Fashion Week? Um, I was all doped so, up. yeah, you were Took us to the front up. of the line. You had, you had <gasps> this trucker hat on. You had a, a leather jacket all studded out. and Oh, yeah, the pink like one. Pink, yeah. Yes, but it was the also one that messed up from the one. Wasn't that the one no. you crashed in? No, oh, that, that one was cut off one. of me. <laughs> well, um, so, yeah. And then you came in a wheelchair, and I was like, are you okay? And... You're like, yeah, I'm like, straight to the sushi bar. Went to the sushi bar, and I mean, honestly, though, the wheelchair was very convenient. Oh, my God, we went to the front of every line. line. (laughs) Let's be clear, I could have walked, okay? I mean, it would have been painful. So my injuries were open wounds that you also were my nurse that whole trip. She was bandaging me, (laughs) applying salve in (laughs) France, sans sol. In our cute little um, hotel room. That was yes. such a good hotel room that had the little view on the balcony that Oh my god, down. idyllic. We could see the Louis Vuitton store at the end. Uh, we went to all the museums, and my hat said, fuck Trump. It did. <laughs> and we it were did. coming back through the U.S. on the way back. You, that's what you brought up last night that you, you'll yeah. never forget. You were just, like, beside yourself. I didn't think we were going to ever get out of the airport because literally everyone, even flying on, like, even getting on the plane, they were looking at you like, Dude, I was getting chick? high fives and claps yes. by some people on the plane. <laughs> by some people, yes, but then it was the security people that were not happy with you. Yeah. And TSA that was not happy ah. with you. And I thought for sure we were never going to make it home. But. Yeah. And then we coming did. back through immigration, the guy was like, ma'am, please take your hat off. Yeah, I work for Mr. <laughs> President. Yeah. And, yeah, it was a very, um, I was scared. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was this my biggest little 21-year-old, like, oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, you were. I'm not, I'm not going to make it out of here, like, freaking out. But I'm like, I've grown did. some balls in my life. Just exactly. follow me. Exactly. I'm like. I'm with the wheelchair lady that's making everybody mad. <laughs> but no, I ended up being fine. My biggest regret is that I lost your grandmother's earrings. Oh. I still feel bad about that. Oh, I have so many of them. <laughs> earrings or grandmother's? <laughs> um, both. <laughs> no, I only, well, 
Now that I'm married, I think I have five grandmothers. Oh, my God. Because Cody has a lot. Yeah. Okay, I don't feel bad anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> Get yourself some have, other earrings. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, those are one-of-a-kind type of things. But mm-hmm. my grandma that it was from, my mom's mom, she's given me so much of her old jewelry, and they're all, like, so unique. Also, the funny part is she doesn't know where they're from. Oh. So I'll be like, are these yours? Are these great-grandmas? Are these nanas? And Did she's you like, steal I don't them? Remember. She just doesn't remember. She's kind of like a hoarder, and I love her for it because oh. I get all of her cool, cool vintage stuff, and I like geek out over it. And my mom's like, "Why do you care about this stuff?" I'm like, "Cause it's so cool, and there's a story behind it." Yeah. But she never knows the story. Very rarely does she know the story. Okay. Like sometimes she's even giving me stuff, and my mom's like, "Oh yeah, I wore that at my prom, like my senior prom," and I'm like, "Oh okay, well grandma had it, and now it's mine." So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, also most of that stuff like still holds up well like jewelry yeah. nowadays that you buy like costume stuff like that it, it's not made the same no it's just not. like cars yeah so cool so what are you super passionate about in your life I would say my my biggest passion is just like helping others yeah I'm such a like helper like I want to help others whether it's giving back or like volunteering at my church or just helping people like at work or um like teaching that's been like kind of a newer passion where like I always feel like I'm wanting to inspire other people or just like I know what it was like for me always having people pour into my life so now that I can be that person to pour into other people that's definitely a big passion of mine I love that yeah and I took a lot of pride in mentoring you and Mm -hmm. you accepting my menteeship and yeah we went through some crazy stuff together and I'm so not to be like your mom but I'm so fucking proud of you Thank you. I'm more proud (laughs) of your spirit because the thing the accomplishments and the blah blah whatever I could give a shit but it's how you're being through that yeah yeah you've seen me grow in a lot you've seen me grow since literally my college days where I was trying to figure out myself yeah (laughs) figure out who I was figure out who I was in the fashion industry and then dealing with learning how to not lose yourself in order to get to a good place so yeah yeah, you've seen me grow a lot and then going through stupid relationships and then finally meeting Cody and then I mean yeah you've seen you've seen me grow in all yeah all seasons of life but yeah I will never forget you telling me speaking of mentoring not to use post-it notes Mm. (laughs) let's be clear she had like 20 (laughs) post-it notes all over her desk and the screen of her computer and I was like hold on we need some organizational skills let's get some google Google sheets yes google docs (laughs) google sheets no more post-it notes everything needs to be paid for your sanity And yet, that stuck with me. I, I, I mean, sometimes I use post-it notes, but not anymore. I love a good post-it. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Just but it's like got to be the classic. But I am literally at work. Everybody knows me as the chart queen. So <laughs> Good. Give me a chart. I'll organize it. Yes, and we we killed it with charts. I mean, we yeah. had to build That's our entire system yeah. for girlfriends. We did. And, and it worked well. We did. Good job. Love that. Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> You're so cute. So how long, well, I mean, I was going to say that you have actually always been that person. Like you said, I've grown a lot and all, but like, in essence, you've always been that person that I've recognized. Like, you're still the same. Because it's a spirit. It's not a thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk more generally about the helping people aspect of it and like how long you've recognized that in yourself? 
Because um, we don't need to make this about yeah. what you do and the fashion and all that, but you're yeah, yeah. welcome to talk about I think, that. I think it just always came from a place. I think my dad is very much like that. Um, well, also like moms in the school system. Yeah, yeah. Both my parents, like, have this will to help. Like, I would say my dad, he's one to help on, like, a personal level, where if he sees somebody struggling, he wants to help that person out. And then my mom, she's more on, like, the bigger picture, where she'll, like, do charity stuff and, right. like, be involved or be a part of groups to, like, help, or even running her program, her school program, where she's helping kids. So I think that was definitely ingrained in me since I was a kid, but I think it also stems from, like, growing up, um, a lot of times I, I felt like I didn't fit in or I always had to, like, prove myself to be a part, a cer- a, like, a part of a certain group. Mm. Um, like, I was always, I feel like I was always getting left out of things in, like, my circle of or my circle of friends for a very long time and then it didn't take me until college to realize like I wasn't going to put up with that anymore yeah and then um yeah I think it came from that just like realizing that like I can show other people like you don't have to try to fit into all of these molds that people want you to be like you can just be you and you can still be awesome and you can still help people yeah um and then yeah I always want to like I guess it also stems from my faith, too, just, like, sharing your testimony. Like, we all go through different things in life, and we all go through different seasons, but if we're not talking about it to other people, like, what good is going through all of that? Like, I if we can't that. if we can't open up and share, then what's the point of going through that dark place or that super happy place, right? Yes, that's literally this project. Yeah. You I mean, that's that how we learn from each other. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've just always been like that. I think, too, like, I grew up with a lot of older cousins. So then the second that I had younger cousins, I'm always like, I want to be, like, that older cousin for my younger cousins because there's such a gap between my older cousins and the younger ones. So it was always, like, me being in the middle. Like, okay, well, this is what my cousins did for me, so this is what I want to do for you. And just always trying to, like... Pay it forward. Yeah, pay it forward or just, like, be an example for other people and show them, like, you don't have to... Again, you don't have to be... (laughs) what people want you to be you can just be yourself yeah and so <clears throat> you'll be fine in that then I'd imagine I mean you haven't really you've told me a couple of assistants and whatnot you've had and interns but mm-hmm. I would imagine that you I mean you are very similar to me and I recognize that from the moment that I met you we're also both Aquarians if that has anything to do with it uh-huh. <laughs> but I would imagine that you take pride in mentoring others oh, and yeah. also obviously mm-hmm. You're now a teacher. You're a fashion design teacher. Mm -hmm. And you get to teach them a really wide array of skill sets that I think, like when you described your program, I was so impressed. Like I, all of those things were separated out into different classes for me, but you're the one teacher teaching all of them. Mm -hmm. Like both sewing skills all the way into like cost sheets, all the way into like tech Mm -hmm. packs and Mm -hmm. et cetera. That's so valuable Mm -hmm. to be shown the whole picture and then allow them to gain knowledge and then decide if they want to keep practicing that for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Just giving them something to start with. Yeah. But yeah, I love it. It's it's like been my way of giving back because I feel like in fashion I don't really give back that much. It's like, oh yeah, I mean, obviously I'm making women's booties look great. <laughs> Which is, I mean, who doesn't want to We're get We're not talking about but... booties. We're talking about <laughs> apple bottoms, people. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I love what I do in fashion, but also sometimes it feels like I'm not really doing anything positive. In the world. In the world, yeah. So that's kind of been my way of, like, giving back outside of my church and outside of, like, serving at church. It's been my way of, like, reaching people 
just where they are. And then, yeah, the kids are, like, so awesome. They just want to literally soak up as much information as possible. And, I mean, these kids come from literally nothing. Um, and to have somebody that they can connect with that can show them, like, hey, you can do this. It doesn't matter where you're from or what circumstances you've, you know, been born into or whatever it is. Like, if you want to do it, you can do it. This is how you do it. Yeah. You just have to start. It literally just takes one person to get you there. And some of my students, they use me. Like, I always tell them at the end of the class, I'm like, just to, just to remember. Well, I ask them at the beginning of class, is there anybody that you know in your circle of people, family, friends, whatever, that works in fashion? Most of them say no. And then at the end of the class, I always tell them, remember, like, I'm the first person now that you know that you can have on your, like, um, what's the word? <sighs> like, have in your circle. Like, I'm the first person you know that you can network with. Yeah. And some, some of the students take that and run with it, and they're asking me, like, hey, what do I do next? Or, hey, can you write me a recommendation letter yeah. for college? Or, um, hey, like, this is what I want to do for my career. What do you recommend? Should I go to this school or should I go to this school? Like, whatever it is. Or, hey, do you know of anybody that's looking for an intern? Like, I want to intern. And then there's some students that just, they don't care at all. And it's, they're just passing through. And that's totally fine, too. But, um, but you're making yourself available and you're mm -hmm. empowering people to utilize the skills. That, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, like I said, they just soak everything up. They love it. And they're just so mind-blown by the end of the class. They're like, what? Like, this is what fashion's really like? Because, I mean, it's just portrayed as this big, glamorous thing. And then when they see all areas of it, like manufacturing and yeah. the issues with that and or just, like, how to run a business. Like, a lot of these kids, they want to do that. They just don't know how to. Yeah. And having a class specified for that where they can learn those skills helps them prepare for the future to figure out what I want to do because let's be honest most kids in high school don't know what they want to do I mean I think I would had pretty strong convictions in high school that I wanted to be in fashion but I always had my parents in my ear like are you sure that's what you want to do like you know so just having like an outside perspective almost like if you went to your like um didn't they have, like, a career center or something at colleges where they... Career centers, counselors. Right. Yeah. But to have somebody specialized in that field, it yes. makes such a big difference because they're actually in it instead of somebody just gathering information and knowledge based yeah. off of what's on the internet. Yeah. And the fashion industry is vastly different from what it's portrayed as mm -hmm. and what even you go to school thinking it's going to be. Yes. Yeah. I think, yeah, having... Like, me teaching the kids, it gives them something tangible to say, like, okay, this is what fashion is like, instead of it's this big idea that seems so far away to them that they can't attain it. Yeah. Having me there is like, okay, I could actually do this, and this is how I'm going to do it. Yeah, totally. So. That's so rad. Yeah. I'm, re I'm really enjoying it. It's fun. It's been, like, a little, like, almost like a passion project. I mean, it's awesome. I get paid extra to do it, but... It's definitely become, like, I, I keep doing it because, like, I love it and my heart is in it. It's not, yes. I mean, it's an extra job. Do I want the extra work? Of course not. But I love helping the kids and, like, just teaching them or bringing people into from the industry to talk to them because they, like I said, they just, like, appreciate everything. Like, they're super humble kids, so. Yeah, and you are working two jobs. You have a full-time job yeah. in fashion as a denim designer, and then mm -hmm. you're also teaching a class, mm -hmm. and I love that you've set boundaries and priorities for both where you've told your potential future employers this is something I'm doing this is mm -hmm. the deal and I'm going to need to leave work 
slightly early on these two days and then you go when you could instead be going home and resting up because fashion is fucking exhausting is. you go and give yourself to these kids right yeah and come home a little later to your husband as well <laughs> yeah it, but it feeds you it does it fills me up I need it it's like it's that balance I feel like it's a balance I need to maintain my fashion career because like I said sometimes it gets old doing denim every day I mean I love it but it, it gets old yeah, and it's, it's like repetitive. what's next yeah. yeah so this is my like what's next and it keeps me kind of grounded and just like focused yeah and the jobs will come and go but the people's lives that you impact is priceless for a lifetime yeah yep cool so obviously you feel compelled to share this with the world because you're actively teaching others mm -hmm. and giving them not only the f tangible skills of fashion design specifically, but also just your spirit and your energy and your your approach on life, like mm -hmm. even just being who you are around people and giving them that perspective, I think is really powerful. Yeah. Um, and then why do you choose to live in Seal Beach, California? Well, I grew up as a kid coming to this beach. <laughs> mm. It was like the perfect little beach if we didn't want to go to Huntington you just come to seal it's like it's it's a very family oriented beach but um when we were looking for places to live when we got married cody was from like deep in orange county and i was from you know the border of la county orange county and just working in la every day it had to be somewhere in the middle so we were looking at all places like we were looking as far as like costa mesa newport all the way <laughs> over to here in long beach um but Seal Beach was just that sweet spot for both, like, Cody and I, like, because Cody was commuting to Irvine at the time for work, and sometimes um, Corona, and then his family's also there, so we were like, okay, we need to try to find somewhere in the middle, and then just got so lucky. Seal Beach is very hard to find, like, places to live. They go so fast, um, because it's such a cute little town, but yeah, we got super lucky. I just happened to check, like, we were looking on Zillow. I got so discouraged. We just happened to check one day um, I just felt convicted to check Zillow right before my class had started and this was when I was teaching on Zoom because it was still COVID time um, but yeah I looked and I I saw this place pop up and I was like oh my gosh it's so cute because it, it's basically like a house that's split into two units and I was like it's the perfect location it's walking distance to the beach like the price is super good it's a two bedroom it's, it literally like had everything that we wanted and um, I called the guy and he was like I've already had 30 calls and I just posted this like an hour ago and I was like in my head like oh my gosh I'm not gonna get this place but like I really need to try and so anyways he had asked me a couple questions and he took my name down he was like I'll let you come see it next week and then I just kept following up with him like Good. the next day and um, I said hey just want to make sure like I can still see and he was like yes and then um, he's like, I'm going to be out of town, but I'll let you know. And I was like, okay. And then literally that same day that he told me he was leaving out of town, he called me back and he was like, you want to come see it now? And I was like, yes. Yes. Immediately. So I literally got here with Cody and we couldn't even get inside the door because the people who were living in it at the time, um, weren't home. And literally we looked through the window. Oh, wow. And walked around the house and looked through the window to see the kitchen and yeah. <laughs> looked through the window to see the living room. And I was like, I love it. I just, yeah. The, the location and the like I said it literally had everything it was the location the price the landlord he's been so good to us but we like had good vibes with him in the beginning and we were like connecting on so many things like we were talking about skiing and then we were talking about mammoth and then we were talking about um camping and like the RV and so then we were perfect. talking about what was that like, connection that we had it wasn't super cross 
there was something else, but anyways, it was all these things, and I was just like, okay, yeah, this is where we're supposed to be, and then he ended up saying, all right, if you want it, it's yours, and we're like, okay, uh, yeah, we want it, of course, and then we literally walked to his house on 3rd Street, and Cute. got the application, and that was it, and now we're here, and we love it. Do you believe in synchronicity? Um, yes, but in, like, a faith sense, like, I definitely believe, like, everything happens for a reason, God places people in your life for a certain season or for a time it could be a long season it could be a certain period of time but I like definitely feel every day that I'm here that like I was meant to be here and I don't know the exact reason yet but every day I like thank God because I'm like I feel that like he wanted me to be here he opened the door because I'm super blessed to live here like it's literally like the best place um especially moving out for the first time on my own I was like super fearful and living here has been such a peace for me because I was like nervous what if I don't feel safe or like what if I have to you know Cody has to be somewhere and I have to sleep by myself one day like I don't hesitate about anything here it's been really a blessing so yeah there's just little things too people that we'll meet here we're like yep this is why I'm here because he's literally aligned everything so perfectly that it's like wow yeah. <laughs> what's next now I'm like I just need to fundraise three million dollars so I can live here forever <laughs> uh, yes and you're saying three million because the house next door just sold for three million yes 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 and yes it's a choice that you're living here um I want to go back actually real quick too yeah. I th- it's very unique this is the first place you've ever lived on your own mm-hmm. you're how old now 28 28 you just got married for the first time mm-hmm. you're Christian mm-hmm. your religion had you follow that path so that mm-hmm. you did not live with your partner before mm-hmm. you got married. Yep. You did not, let me say it, have sex with your partner mm-hmm. with anyone before you got married. Yep. I come from a Christian background. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's awesome. I, I know maybe you only these days, these times and days of 2022 that, that maintained that mm-hmm. belief system for themselves, and I really respect that. Thank you. It was not easy, I will say. I got lots of pushback from, I mean, everything, relationships, friendships, just people saying, why? Um, But, yeah, I always stood, like, convicted in my convictions, and I I did it, and I'm glad that I did. And Yeah. I mean, it's not for everybody, but that was the choice that I made for myself, and I'm, I'm happy that I stuck with it, so. You've always been... I admire you so much. I wish that my younger self had been more like you because you've always been so strong in yourself. You've always known. Mm -hmm. You carry this way about you that you have, like you said, convictions and a self-belief that you know what's right for you and you follow that. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if your peers think differently. It doesn't matter if your parents do or your employers do. You've always been the one who's actually pushed and maintained a lot of respect in our work environment in Mm -hmm. ways that I wish that I'd been more demanding in the Mm -hmm. past. Mm -hmm. So, kudos. Thank you for that. (laughs) Of course. I feel like it's a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing when, like, I'm very, like, um, not stuck in my ways, but it's a curse when I'm being stubborn and I need to, like, let certain things go. But it's a blessing when, like, it's a good thing for me, so... So the next question was going to be which personality traits of yours have helped and hindered uh, you? Which <laughs> well, this is what we fun. call synchronicity. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, yeah, my being stubborn. Being stubborn has been yeah, Gift a blessing and a curse. And a curse. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like it's good to be stubborn in certain situations, but then 
like for instance in my marriage it's not a good thing to be stubborn because it's like a give and take and if I'm being so set in my ways about one thing but I'm not seeing my husband's side of it then that's not a positive thing for me um what else what was the question again what personality which personality traits traits, yeah have helped and hindered Mm -hmm. you in your okay well I would say going back to like being a helper like I say yes to too many things Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I don't say no enough um so that's been like a good thing because I've had so many like cool experiences and by saying yes to things I've figured out like what I like and what I don't like or like when is too much for me and when I stress myself or put too much on my load but then at the same time it's also like I stress myself out in the process and then like sometimes I carry too much that I don't need to um so learning some boundaries yeah learning boundaries has been definitely a journey it started in college learning that like setting boundaries is good and it's a healthy thing and it didn't take me until like losing all my friends at the time and going through therapy and just rediscovering myself and my faith like it took all of that to figure out like boundaries are super important for me just per I have to set personal boundaries for myself and then boundaries with other people too yeah um yeah during that that time too I was like breaking up with a really not good relationship like bad boyfriend at the time too so it was like a lot of things spiraling at once it was like yeah it was a very hard season of my my life but it was also the best season of my life because that was when I like not hit my rock bottom but that was when I really broke down and was like I can't do this anymore like and I know you I know I knew you from the moment I met you and I know you now you're the same person you are one of the most integrous people I know in the entire universe so the universe conveniently exited them from your space so that you would no longer be tempted to define yourself Mm -hmm. by their reflection which was false and so that released you to really um, celebrate yourself for what you know your self-value to be that's beautiful Yep, and then, like, during that whole time, like I said, I went to therapy because I couldn't deal with everything that was going on by myself. I just bottled everything up, and then going to therapy really, like, helped me release everything and then see it from an outside perspective and not internalize it as, like, this is my fault type of thing. And then um, after that, too, I started, like, surrounding myself with the right crowd, like, and it's true, like, your friends are who you are, but I started, like, surrounding myself with better people, and, um, that was when I, like, found my church that I'm at now, and going to that church, and, like, um, stepping out of my comfort zone, and, like, joining the young adult group, and that's where I ended up meeting Cody, like, it, I know it all happened for a reason, and, like, it took that shitty moment in my life for me to completely break down and be like I'm not gonna be friends with these people anymore to realize like no there are people who love me exactly as I am and I don't have to try to fit in it's like at that point um yeah it was the best thing for me so I'm much happier now and I don't take drama anymore in my life and yeah I just learned like I can't be in friendships where I give 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 and nothing is received back so yeah and and on and then on top of that they're challenging um, your sense of self-worth and trust yeah. and trying to give you feedback that you're not the person you know yourself to be. You're like, something's wrong here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Right. right. And what you give right. to every environment that you're in is mm. fucking worth its weight in gold. Yep. <laughs> so how have self, well, you kind of maybe just answered this, how have self-reliance 
and community support aided you in your journey? Well, self-reliance was the first step because I had to be okay with being on my own and being comfortable with myself because that was the biggest thing for me at that time in college. Like, I was figuring out who I was and, like, being 100% confident and loving myself, which I think is super important as women and we don't talk about it enough. Like, we need to learn to love ourselves first. Yeah. And then we can love other people or accept love from other people because if we can't accept love from ourselves, we cannot love anyone else so yeah I had to just be reliant on myself because in the past I was relying too much on trying to fit into this group trying to you know oh I'm friends with you know so and so and so and so and that's filling me so allowing myself to be filled by myself and by God alone like that was the most important thing for me that was like the first turning point and then after it was realizing that like okay now I need to build my community of people who think the same as me and who like have compassion for others and like want to serve and um just have like the same like I don't know mindset and values as me that was important and then once I found that community it was like I've never been happier in my life and like now the same community that I've met like these people went to my wedding these people I'm still friends with today like I'm so thankful for those people in my life because they really did help me like they saw me at my weakness and built me up instead of continue to tear me down yeah they, so that's, yeah that's very clear to me that you that community chooses to build each other yeah which is important like that's yeah. what we need to do is you yeah. know meet people where they're at and build them up not be like oh well too bad for you I'm gonna go over here and do my thing and I'm good but well, and it's truly a sign of a lack of self-confidence in a person when they feel the need to judge others and break them down in order to feel better about themselves. Right. And it's funny to me that people don't realize what an obvious advertisement that is, that they're doing that when they behave that way. They're just really pointing back to their own shit, mm-hmm. and it doesn't look good. It's not a cute look. <laughs> Style it better. What other areas of your life have been affected by the way that you're doing this? Hmm. Like the way that you're being? Um, I think it's just like my mindset on life. Like I'm always positive now. Like I've taken those negative times in my life and I've used them as like, okay, if I can get through that, like I can get through whatever comes at me because I've seen myself grow and change in that time and that was a good thing even though at the time it was a really bad thing like the storm in my life caused me to build my ship even stronger I guess if we're gonna try to use an analogy here but um yeah I would just say like that those events in my life when I was growing up really helped change my outlook on life and my perspective and now I just want to help more people and tell them my story and be like you know you're going to go through shitty friends in your life and that's okay because then you're going to find the right ones yeah and that's part of you growing as a person yeah just individually and with other people and it's so empowering to choose that to realize that you actually have a choice in that you're not Mm -hmm. just dropped into a social circle yeah you get to say this is not for me and this is what I really want yep you can be you and you can totally love yourself and not need anything from anybody else like you can just be happy with yourself and the people that you want to attract are the ones that are attracted to the way that you're being in that way right yeah so yeah it 
it's changed everything. I mean, my outlook on life is so much better. And I think it's all about perspective. Like, yeah. I have that perspective of, like, I said, I've been there before. I can do it again. And also, like, having my faith be rooted even deeper and stronger during that time has shown me, like, I can get through anything because I'll always have God to fall back on. And now, I mean, I always have my husband. I always have my family. Like, during that time, too, I grew so much closer to my family. Not yeah. that I wasn't close to them before. No, yeah, but, but like, really I realized yeah, how yeah. important, like, family is because it's true. Like, they will never leave you no matter what. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for that time in my life because it's definitely shaped my, my core values today, mm-hmm. like spending time with things that are important to me, like spending time at church, making that a focus for myself, like putting God first in my life, and then having my family really close to me and checking in on them because they were checking in on me when I was in that really dark time, and that was important to me. Yeah, investing um, the time to grow mm-hmm. that deeper and richer. Yep, even though I maybe didn't want to talk to them about it because I was embarrassed or I was um I didn't want to be vulnerable with them about it I just wanted to deal with it on my own so even going to therapy like every time I'm struggling again I'm like I just need to go back and that's totally fine but like having that experience if I didn't have that then I wouldn't maybe today be accepting or wanting to go you didn't yeah you wouldn't have the tools now you have a lot of tools yep to deal with the challenges for sure and also anything that comes up in your life you're approaching with that new perspective where you're like, I can handle this. I may not have all the answers right now, but I know in myself that I will figure it out eventually. Yeah. And, and I can reach out to my family or my therapist or my right. husband or my friends or my yeah. and rely on them and trust that they're going to give me mm-hmm. positive feedback that will help me grow instead of something that's um, threatening because the person is really just more concerned with their lack right. of vulnerability. Right. Yeah. yeah, and I think I, I just have peace now whenever I'm going through some type of storm. Again, like, I have that perspective to always fall back on, to be like, okay, I, I will get through this no matter what. So instead of freaking out, which would be my normal reaction, like, right. totally freak out and totally be an absolute mess and then just, like, totally bottle up instead, now I'm like, okay, it'll be all right. Like, I can wait and I can be patient because it was worth going through everything that I had to go to get to where I am now. So whatever... I'm going through now like it's just gonna shape me for the next season of life when yeah. I'm a mom or when I'm you know I don't know the next level of my career who knows yeah so. and also just the daily minute by minute things that come up in fashion yep. are very challenging sometimes yeah. there's a lot of pressure and I loved that you said last night I mean the the old saying it's just a pair of jeans right yes. and so people get you so wrapped up <laughs> taught me that one is just a pair of jeans at the end of the day which is true we do get too wrapped up and I I've done that before and now I'm like just take a step back and breathe it's yeah. just a pair of jeans you can only do so much it's you have to have balance in life otherwise it will just destroy you and whatever you're doing if you let it consume you yeah and I will not let fashion consume me <laughs> yeah and, and it's a beautiful opportunity and a challenge because fashion in particular is ridiculously demanding and will suck you dry and take everything and put you in a whirling dervish constantly because there's that frantic energy in it and it's like if you can be the calm in the storm in the middle of that power to you awesome so if you met your younger self as you were first embarking on your path what would you tell them um hmm. 
I would tell them stop focusing on others and just really focus on yourself. Because I think if I would have, I think it would have been a faster, like getting to where I am today would have been easier and a little less painful and it would have been faster if I would have just really focused on just loving myself and focusing on what made me happy instead of I can only be happy if everyone else around me is happy yeah so totally I think that's what I would tell myself beautiful (laughs) cute little Nicole (laughs) and if you had a whole other lifetime after Mm -hmm. this would it change the way you're doing this now no Hmm. no I'm happy with how I'm living my life now and yeah I wouldn't change anything because like I said earlier like I really do feel like I'm here like everything is aligned for me right now for a reason and God's given me this life and I only have one life to live so I'm gonna live it the way that he intended me to live it and I'm gonna fall and make mistakes but that's okay that's the beauty of it yeah um so yeah I don't think I would change anything because I'm just happy where I am and good or bad like I want to experience it all and just this is me and this is my life and see who it makes you yeah exactly yeah yeah I don't want to live with like regrets or if I could change something this is what I would would change Um, yes yeah do you have a favorite saying in your life right now that you find yourself using or quote or prayer to think of what I tell myself all the time. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I think when I'm, like, struggling with something or whatever, or I'm overwhelmed, I just tell myself, just breathe. It'll just be breathe. fine. And I always tell myself, God's got you. <laughs> whatever I'm in, like, God's got you. I've, I've got this. Like, I'll figure it out. Don't stress. Like, it doesn't have to be perfect now. Yeah. And to give myself grace. That's something I'm really... Also, this whole week, I've really been convicted by this word courage. Like, my pastor was talking about it last week. But having this idea of, like, being courageous. And it could be in the big things. It could be in the small things. But, like, also being courageous in my mind. Like, how I'm thinking. Like, I need to think better and not be so fearful. Or being courageous in my heart. Or doing something that shows physical courage. Yeah. Um... I love that word. Yeah. You are very courageous. Thanks. (laughs) You are. I need more courage. There's definitely areas in my life where I feel like I could be more courageous, but meditating on that word has been really good for me. Yeah. I think when we, when something comes to the forefront for us to focus on and then we start reviewing for ourselves, okay, how can I be more of that that I want to be? Right. And then we intentionally find ways to exhibit that and practice it, then mm-hmm. we inevitably do become that. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything you, that you want to add, or do you have any questions for me? Mm, I'm just super thankful for you, <laughs> and I'm glad that you got to come visit me and we got to do this. Um, and every time we hang out, I'm like, always more and more thankful for you because you just bring out like this I mean just your presence alone like you're you're literally glowing in front of me but <laughs> it's not the highlight and now I but know. I am wearing it 
But no, you've always been like an important person to me in my career and just as a person too, but like always having somebody to be able to call and be like, Sage, what do I do about this? And remind me, it's just another day. It's just another pair of jeans. Don't worry about it. Like that's been super important to me. And you've definitely been, um, like I know you said that you loved mentoring me, but you have been like a mentor to me. And that's really important because I couldn't, I wouldn't be where I am today without people like you who built me up and encouraged me. Um, like if I think of mentors in my life, it's like you and my other mentor, Ari, who like you both like really helped me in a season where I was trying to figure out myself and how to make it in a career. And then you freaking teach me how to do denim washes. I still will never forget looking at the floor. Like my first day as an intern, you had all these washes laid out and you're like, all right, this one's too green and this one's too red and this one's purple. And I was looking at you like this lady's crazy. I only see blue. What is she talking about? And now I'm that crazy person. That's like, this is green. Like I get it now, but Yeah, um, I'm just super thankful for you, and I'm proud of you and all of your, like, self-growth, and I love this project that you're doing. It's so fun, um, and what I admire about you the most is your level of courage, because I feel like you're always just like, let's fucking do it. Like, you're always down to just try something new or be open to new people, and I, like, wish I had more of that myself. Like, yeah, fuck it, let's go to Joshua Tree and sleep in my car. Like, I wish I, I could freaking do that, and, like, maybe to somebody it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but to me, I'm like, that's so badass. Um, and also the fact that you've literally crashed your motorcycle, like, five times. How many times now? And you still get up on that thing. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's, like, courage in itself. Oh, yeah, I got a, um, I got a rad... Motorcycle ride with some Hells Angels in Fresno tomorrow. <laughs> I love I'm it. looking forward but to it. But see, yeah, like I love that your life is just so adventurous and you just go with the wind, and that's awesome. Like that you can be flexible like that. I feel like sometimes I'm not as flexible, and I need a little bit more flexibility in my life. Like I need to not be so stuck to a routine, yeah, or a schedule, or planning things. Like I need to be more go with the flow, and I love that about you. So thank you so much. For messing up my mascara. <laughs> <laughs> no, you literally just made me teary-eyed, and I just—I love you because I know it's so honest and true, and I take that compliment so to heart. Yeah. And we need more people like you, and just people to open up and talk about things and push people because provide I mean, a space. Let's be real. Yeah, but let's be real. Look at people today. Everybody's angry with each other or with things. They get so consumed by whatever's going on, and it's like, why don't just put all of that aside and just work on loving one another or yes. being there for one another instead of pointing the finger, oh, it's the president's fault, oh, it's this politician's fault, oh, it's this person's fault, this this law, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Or um, this person said something that's in the wrong, or now this is offensive to me. Like, let's just cut all that bullshit out yeah. and just focus on really empowering each, each other. other yeah being yeah. with each other spending time with each other pouring into one another like that's how we do better as a, you know people you have such a good way with words and I think that you said that so well that's what I feel in my heart yeah that is at the essence of this project and it's really nice to hear your feedback to me like it's hard for us to see ourselves sometimes and we mm-hmm. we're hard on ourselves you and yeah. I are both type A and like to get wound up in that and be self-critical and it's really nice to step back from yourself objectively and hear really hear of someone else's words mm-hmm. and take that to heart and say wow I have really come a long way like yeah. I've worked at that and mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah you're making me realize you. that about myself in this whole interview yeah. too like yeah we have come a long way this and we is, should be proud in that 
yes, this is the magic that freaks me out about these interviews is like this, I don't even know what to call it, but other than magic, but it's like this synchronous mm -hmm. crossroad that you and I are both having where we're both getting so much back from this at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then we're taking that forward into our lives to impact other people, mm -hmm. whether it's as simple as smiling at someone in a grocery store or which is literally moms. the easiest thing to do. Or say hi to somebody when they cross you on the street. Like, come on, people, let's just be nice. Oh, your neighbor across the way in that uh -huh. cute little house, uh -huh. old lady, came out. And I was, like, waving at her as if I'm, like, flagging down a ship. And she's like, what the fuck? No, no, no. no. I was like, love you. No, Aww. I didn't yell that. But I, I was doing that with my wave. That's sweet. But, yeah, I love that you're that person in the world also. And we, we do need more of us. Yeah. If we were all just put a smile on our face. Even putting a smile on your own face changes your whole mood. Yes. So we could just, it all starts with us. Like it it's all science, starts with people. Inside. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love you. I'm so happy that you're in my life. Me too. You, I'm going to keep you forever. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I kind of want to stay, so. <laughs> and I'll definitely be visiting you in Costa Rica. Oh, so make fun. sure you have an yeah. extra guest room for me. <laughs> Well, I have an extra seat in my car. Just oh, kidding. Perfect. No, we're graduating from the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's what I'm building that place for is my my family. You are my family. And I want all my family to be with me. And I want us to cook and play games and laugh and swim. And, and Frenchy kisses and snorts yes. and all the things. Yeah, yes. and, and grow that wider and introduce the people in our lives that are our web that are doing that that are reflections of us and then widen that web totally yeah thank you so much for this interview thank you okay K-I-T B-R-B <laughs> back to work <laughs> okay what do we call this additional cookies I need I need a, take two <laughs> yeah no like I need a little a, additional is, clip blooper this, clip <laughs> yeah not blooper though like what An is it when on. you get yeah or like the behind the scenes or like the, oh, the additional yeah. footage yeah okay so I want to tell the story um what was the story that I wanted to tell we were talking about how hilarious Paris Fashion Week was um damn it now I'm forgetting it now that we're sitting here all proper was it about denim <laughs> we have so many denim stories. Um, let's see, what was it? What else has been hilarious and cool that's happened between us? I had it on the tip of my tongue. Hmm. I just had it, and then we started talking about, oh, there she is, the lady across the street. Yeah. She definitely has a dementia situation. Yeah. Which... I'm just glad I gave her some love by waving, but she, it was probably disorienting for her as well. Well, it's okay. Well, yeah, she I usually mean, walks down a couple houses and then she'll go back. Oh, but the caregiver is watching her and allows her to? I don't know. Sometimes we see a caregiver, so I'm not sure if somebody's with her 24-7 or they just, like, give her groceries, water her plants. Because like, my grandpa at the end of his life was in a care home because he couldn't keep his balance anymore, uh -huh. and he was so intent on getting out, he would break out in the middle of the night and they started rearranging the furniture and the paintings in the room in order reason. to block the front door oh, so wow. that he wouldn't be able to make it out yeah, well at least she's sure. getting some sunshine yeah I, know. I mean yeah it's not like she's actually going out and like getting hurt or anything I really want to see what the inside of her house looks like yeah, also the I curtains know. are always closed like that yeah. is there any light happening? can you imagine the isolation though I know it'd be rough see she's looking out hi Mm -hmm. Okay, thank Bye you. <laughs>
to send love. I have the window. Yeah, I've been doing a loving kindness meditation that feels really good to me. Um, and so now that I've seen this woman and I have her in my heart, you know, I'll be doing that for her. And it can be immediate. Like I can do it right now. It's silent, but what it's a mantra that I say to myself. And I, that's what I did this morning when I got up and I envision, I, I do myself like, may I be happy? May I be healthy? May I feel safe? And may I live with ease? And then I envision Whoever comes to mind, there's always people that like present themselves and they pop mm -hmm. into a place and they can be all over the world, people that I know or that I barely saw like this woman. And I say, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you feel safe, and may you live with ease. Mm -hmm. And it brings me so much joy, like it gives me chills in my body and I know that energetically I'm giving that, like I know that that person is receiving it. Right. And it's, yep, yeah, it's a form of, it's definitely just like praying for others. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I had that conversation with Michael about the difference between praying and meditating, that they're the same thing. They are. Exactly the same. And whether you're talking about God or the universe or Buddha or any of the rest of it, it's still the same energy. <coughs> it's the same relationship that a human is having with that higher power mm -hmm. that they feel guided by. Oh, do you see the oh, yeah. curtains moving? Yeah. Um, hey, what was the story? Yeah, what was the story? Dang it. Um, it had to do with Paris Fashion Week. Well, what's another funny story from that? I mean, we talked about my gallivant um, out and about on the town, not coming home, and me feeling like you were my mom. Telling me to, or, uh, telling me to grab you a tequila shot or you were going to tell uh, Mitch that... I was not being a good employee. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. I hope I was being sarcastic, but then, yeah, that... Uh, don't mix painkillers and tequila. No, that was idea. careless. Bad idea. It's okay, we learn. We learn. We learn and we do better if that's important to us. Mm -hmm. And we're a little more conscientious of the decisions we're making. If our true intent of our heart, which I know that you know this, would never be to harm you. Mm -hmm. in any oh, yeah, way. Yeah. But to have been made careless decisions that would result in anything that appeared like that to you is just heartbreaking for me. And I was like, no, Sage. That's okay, we're, work. St we're still here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck all that. Um, I don't know. We'll follow up another time okay. on the story. Blah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>